With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, January 21st, 2023. I am your very chirpy host this week, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. How you doing? You all right? Are you well? You're obviously bought I am, by a result, so... I am great. A lot of a lot of good things happened, um, sports betting-wise, this weekend. Uh, it could have been better, and I'm sure we'll get on to that, but you can't grumble. Overall, it was it was very, very good. Um, and joining us again this week, Trample Bet co-host, regular... Guest, Mr. Joey Slenzak. How you doing, Joey? Hey, guys. I'm doing pretty well. Bit of a tough week last week, but uh, we're looking to bounce back this week. You think so? Uh, yeah, I think overall it was overall it was very good. You, you got incredibly unlucky at one point, um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get to that momentarily. Uh, but I see you there in your Manchester United shirt. Things are looking up, Joey. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I saw yeah, that was definitely... Definitely one of the big highlights of the weekend for me. Um, Had to show some love uh, for my boys. And more than anything, I'm wearing my Marcus Rashford jersey (laughs) specifically uh, because that lad is just something special. And I love seeing him playing in this form. And it looks like he's really starting to have fun on the pitch again. And that's everything. Just the atmosphere around Manchester United is, is very different to how it's been recently um, and things are on the up and I saw a post from Betfair saying that over 50% of the bets they took on the outright English Premier League market last week were on Man United it's something like 14 to 1 I mean oh, I yeah. wouldn't be doing that it's mental I'm all in on the Arsenal all in on the Arsenal train this year but uh, but yeah you can see you can see that people are noticing the the uptick in form and starting to believe again which has been one of one of the problems in Manchester for the red half of the city Anyway, we had a we had a week last week. This is the third show of the year. We will, as we always do, go back and recap what happened last week across each of the twelve picks that we made in the main section of the show. Uh, before then, getting delving right into this week's action. So to kick us off, my banker bet in Belgium, the Jupiler Pro League and Genk are featuring a lot because they just keep winning. Um, and they won again at the weekend with a 1-0 win against Varagem. An early goal in the 10th minute, and then they just went and saw this out. So my banker came in at odds of 1-4. to four. My banker was like 10 minutes ago. Uh, this was uh, Kadith versus <laughs> versus Elche. Uh, I'd taken Kadith or draw, and uh, it came in as a draw. I'd actually backed Kadith out, outright hunters like with a lots of different uh, accumulators that were that were meant to be coming in on, on Monday night. So I was a bit gutted actually when they ended up drawing the game. Um they've done pretty well to be honest. Um it was an even game. You just know they actually they've got a, a fun fact about them this season was they'd scored the least amount of first half goals in La Liga. 
So they so so I was very surprised when I got a notification eight minutes in and they were one nil up. Uh, so I was I was hope I was thought I would have to wait to the second half for that. But anyway, one each came in, ended up going up about one to five. Um, so I, I had it about one to four, one to three. It drifted. People are noticing how bad Elche are, uh, which well, so that was the last one. So one of the picks in the actual weekend, Joey, that was your banker. <laughs> Yeah, my banker was on Saturday. Um, I had Brentford to win over Bournemouth, and I'd said I was pretty comfortable. Ivan Tony took the lead in the 39th minute off a penalty, and then uh, Jensen saw second goal for them, and they ended up winning 2-0. Uh, Bournemouth really didn't offer too much threat for the first half, certainly, and then the game just kind of played out, and it was comfortable, and that was at 1-6, to six, or 1.6, 2-3, uh, to three, I think. Right about big, two to big three. price for a banker as well. It was. It was, a, it was a, for, it was a, for some reason. For some reason, Joey. Obviously, we use fractional odds over here, and usually, it's the lowest possible fraction. But you never hear anyone say two to three. It's always four to six. Don't know why. I, I've definitely heard you guys tell me that more than once before. <laughs> Makes no real sense uh, as to why we always like get our fraction right down to the simplest terms. Apart from two to three, which is just always four to six, but really high odds for a banker. And that meant the banker treble came in at odds of 1.42 to one. So pretty decent. Um, if you had a little whack on the banker treble, sailed in this week. Um, and nice to see, Joey, you were in a league that had the early payout offer as well. So absolutely yeah. no sweat in that game. That was definitely a nice little touch. On, <laughs> yeah. On to the value picks, and I was in the Belgian Jupiler Pro League again for Eupen versus St. Truden, and I just really fancied the away win. I, I backed St. Truden the week before and, and got a bit unlucky um, when they were in my outsider slot, but I really fancied them this week. And they went on and, and they won the game comfortably 2-0. Um, things were just, it went exactly like I thought it would. So a 13-10 to 10 value slot winner. This is where the pain starts for me a bit. Uh, my value was Pisa versus Citadella. Uh, Pisa managed to lose their first match in 14 straight uh, wins or draws, which was which was nice of them. Um, this, uh, the game did not play out the way I was hoping. They were 2-0 down at half time. So the Sierra B is now a, an early payout league. So if you backed Citadella, <laughs> you get paid out early. Now that's not how you want to start the value. They got back into the game in the second half, but... Not enough to to sweat them, really. They, they had a few shots on target, but really disappointed there because they were on some kind of stunning form up until then. And Citadel are still in the relegation zone. You know, they're, they're, they're what, four points off what bottom. Um, but a, a good win for them, I guess. But uh, I'll, I'll be staying away from Pisa for a little bit uh, at the moment. So value, no for me. Uh, never back the Italian early kickoff. <laughs> Is that not the? It was a, I think all of them at one o'clock, unfortunately. So, Joey, what did you have on the value area? Yeah, so my uh, value slot was, I, I'll say it was probably my worst shout, but I, we can speculate all we want about what could have played out. But I had him around your score uh, to beat Istanbul score at just shy of even money. And Umrania score actually got a penalty in the 12th minute, but of course that was missed. Um, and then there was actually a second penalty later in, I think, the 20-ish minute. Um, but that ended up getting got called back by VAR for simulation. But ultimately, what ended up happening is Istanbul Spor, or Istanbul Spor set up, and they tried to play on the counter, and it worked to a perfection. Um, in the first half, they had two goals on four shot attempts and two shots on target. And the fun stat for the entire game as a whole, because it's not like, 
two nil, you look at that and oh, and Ryan, just kind of rolled over and died. But Ryan actually had 70% of the possession for the entire game and they had 27 goal attempts, but only six of those were on target. And so that's six on target, the key factor. Six on target is still a lot. Like you, you look at the stats for, for most football games, a, a team getting six shots on target isn't that common. You know, yeah. that, that's the keeper pulled off six saves. Um, and of course, the way that you, you explained the game there, playing on the counter-attack is all well and good if you don't concede an early goal. And it seemed like they almost should have. So a bit unlucky there, Joey, I'd say overall. Um, and I've just one of, one, of, <laughs> yeah, one, of, one of three value, value picks in. Um, which took us on to the outsider. And we did say last week that this has been our sort of most profitable area of the show in recent weeks. And we only went and did it again. And it was an exact heartbreaking replica of the week before. Um, my outsider was in the English Premier League, Nottingham Forest at home to Leicester. Just didn't see why Forest were priced at seven to four against a very, very poor Leicester team just now. Um, and Forrest went ahead and won 2-0 with both goals coming in the second half. So my outsider sailed in um, at almost 2-1. to one. I'll, I'll preface my pick by saying uh, we are not in any way sponsored by Bet365, but I would like to thank <laughs> them for the money they made me at the weekend. So, uh, yeah, my outsider was 5-1. to one. Uh, This was Lecce versus AC Milan. Uh, uh, Lecce went up 2-0. It was two each draw. Um, thus, you got paid out uh, if you were if you were betting with three six five. Um, I, I mean, was delighted with that, but unfortunately, the game ended a two each draw, so it doesn't count as a full on win. Uh, you know, some people got returns on it. I certainly got my returns on it, but it counted for me because um, I, I I back all the games as a tricksy, and I was wondering why the hell I was getting a payout notification at that time because I was like, Gordon's game's only just kicked off. <laughs> Twenty no, minutes. Early t- I, yeah, yeah. So 20, 20, not even half an hour in to let JC Milan in a five to one shot had already paid out. Brilliant. So I was dead chuffed with it, but a bit disappointed, obviously, because they didn't they didn't quite see the game out. But AC Milan dropping points is good for the Napoli charge anyway. Uh, so they are Napoli are now nine clear on the back of that. So um, yeah, uh, Lecce sort of came in. If Dave, I'm sure he will be listening, but uh, Dave, I'd like to claim this as a Dave outsider. And here in the uh, <laughs> it landed purely thanks to Bet365. But yeah, so five to one there. Hope hope you boys got on. So Joey, how did the heartbreak yeah. unfold, my good man? Yeah, so while I'm pretty hard done with myself for uh that value pick, this was true heartbreak in every sense of it. And I'm hoping what happened is I just ended up stealing all of Andy's bad luck with those late stoppage time uh ruiners. <laughs> and I'll take one for the team this week <laughs> um, because we all know what ended up happening um, as a result of that. But I had Konyaspor and Besiktas and I really love to draw. Um, and it wasn't exactly how I drew it up, but it more or less played out exactly as we would expected with Konyaspor getting a first minute own goal. That was the part I wasn't expecting. Um, but then they kind of held on, they buckled in, they kept that one nil lead into halftime and then, Chunk Tosin got the equalizer in the 67th minute and things really started to open up after that. Honestly, both teams could have scored another goal themselves and it was poised for that one, one draw. And then sure enough at the literal death of it, the last whistle, last kick of the game, um, Joseph 
Um, that also is a bit ironic as well. Um, done in <laughs> by my own namesake, but uh, yeah, he ended up breaking into a great space inside the box and it was a great passing play. I was able to watch uh, all of that game or at least most of that second half after the United city derby. Um, and yeah, it was a tough way to go, but more or less it played out exactly as I was expecting. And unfortunately it wasn't pushed us equalizing for two, two, um, but in fact them to win two, one. Yeah. Re really unfortunate. Cause it's the exact carbon copy of last week, albeit it was my game that come undone. But it was the first one. It was the first one of the three killed at the very death. And then the other two just sail in behind it. So I always back them as a Trixie. Um, £2.50 Trixie obviously is four bets. It costs a tenner in total. Uh, and only one of them came in, the double between me and Gordon. And that still returned over 40 quid. So we were we were seconds away from hundreds. Yeah. But it's still a good return. But, still know. a good return. And we are still hitting outsiders all over the shop so let's do it again this week we will get three out of three like you cannot be closer i thought we couldn't have been closer than a week ago and we managed to be closer um deep deep in the stoppage time <laughs> on to the charity pick then and i backed it this week um after letting the side but to say that this week I ensured I got the charity pick in a good shout over even money for an Arsenal win away at Tottenham odds of six to five and with bet three six five early payout rules this had paid out after 36 minutes when Arsenal went two nil up uh, in a game that they held on to win two nil so pretty pretty comfortable yeah they, they were fantastic Arsenal they played they played they were good. the pitch um do you know who didn't play uh, each other off the pitch? Uh, Rio Ave. Um, this is this get is, out of that league, man. Just have watched just like more Portuguese picks this week, which is great. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pacos Ferreira, Rio Ave versus Pacos Ferreira. So Pacos Ferreira, the worst team in the league, um, who'd done me in the previous week. Uh, I backed against again. Uh, they decided to go out in a one nil away in at five to two odds for them. Uh, yeah, I'd taken Rio Ave at just just over even money at home. Oh, the game was so fresh. I watched it as well on Bet365 irritating little player thing where it's like, yeah, the slightly behind the whole, you get notifications before if goals go it's in. It's slightly behind the live odds as well. Yeah. And that displays on the same screen. So that's really annoying. <laughs> Very frustrating. So yeah, the, there was 11 yellow cards in this game. Um, oh. So it was well, it was well fought. Rio Ave had much more of the ball. Basically, what happened with Joey's game as well it was like seventy percent possession, sixteen goal attempts, six shots on target. Um, you know, there was just tons of fouls in this game. If you backed it, it was well backing over yellow cards in this game as opposed to anything actually that that happened in it. But yeah, I didn't get my charity in, and as a result, I'll be backing it next week, which is fine. That's I could, the baton can be passed, but yeah, no more Portugal for a while. Um, Joey. How did your charity go? Yeah, so for my charity pick, I liked uh, Fatih Kairagum Rook um, to score over one and a half goals, to score two or more goals. And it took a lot longer than I was expecting in the sense that there wasn't a first half goal. But I think it more than sailed in comfortably. And it unfortunately didn't come in for the full win um, as they went up 2-1 in the 61st, 61st minute from a Fabio Barini goal who has just been sensational for them. And it's also a really good thing that I didn't keep them in my outsider slot like I was initially trying to, because shock, shock, surprise, surprise, we had another stoppage time equalizer. Um, and this time it was 
uh, Kasim Pasha scoring in the 90 plus 10th minute oh, to level things at P2. That would have sucked. That so, would have yeah. yeah. The way I'm looking at it, I couldn't have won with either of my outsider picks that I would have gone with. So, I'm glad it was, unfortunately, heartbreak. time. Heartbreak. Heartbreak than both. just losing it outright. Oh. Heartbreak both times, Joey. And my my pick from you'll have heard me discuss in the middle section in the game that I was at at the weekend. Dundee United were nine to two to beat Hibs, and of course we sold the jerseys deep deep into stoppage time to draw that match to all. Um, totally of our own doing. We say instead of just killing the game off, we we don't have any confidence and sat back for the for the whole second half after having a two one half time lead, and that that lasted until the ninety fourth minute. And then it went two all, and the game ended. So I managed to avoid that from the from the main picks. So I think we all had our share of bad luck in there. Uh, but despite that, it was a really good week with eight out of twelve overall coming in, which is pretty good. The banker treble came in. That was the thing that we're you know pride ourselves on most interested, and we got a return on the outsider Trixie, uh, and I went perfect four of four. Uh, for 16 and a half to one if you can if you combine my picks so can't grumble really good and we were that close to being really really good um you know just a few just a few seconds um and we could have could have had even more returns but it bodes well for this week those of you that are Members of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon, you will now get the middle section I just referred to. Um, this show is released as a video podcast, and you can you can see us all, as well as instead of the advert that will come up on your normal sports social podcast network channel, you'll now get the middle section and get to hear us talk about the picks for the weekend coming up that we like but didn't make the show, or just other things that we find interesting ahead of this weekend. So a little bit of extra content for everyone that supports the show on Patreon. And also, if you're a Patreon member, you get the cheat sheet. So that's all the picks from this week's podcast written down so you don't have to remember the ones you like or take any notes as we go along. So we're heading to that middle section now. Everyone else, you'll get a short ad break. and We shall see you in a couple of minutes. Cheers. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, January 21st, 2023. Myself, Gordo and Joey taking you through each of our picks, bankers, values, outsiders, and then rounding off with a pick from each of us for the charity treble that this week Gordon will be backing and hopefully we get three out of three and we have some money to give to charity next weekend. So starting with the bankers, we hit the banker treble last week. Let's do it again this week. And I'm starting nice and early Friday evening at 7.45 p.m. UK time in the Belgian top flight. So the triple or pro league for Eupen versus Genk and the away win here for Genk, who just continue to win. 
is four to eleven, so just around one to three. Um, the, the business for me in the banker slot last weekend. I'm sticking with them again this week. This time away at Upin, who I actually successfully backed against in my value slot last week. So this is kind of both worlds colliding very nicely. Uh, Genk remain top of the table. They've got a seven-point lead over second place Royal Union. They've managed 52 points from 20 matches that this season. That's incredible. They've only dropped eight points in the entire campaign so far. Upin are in 14th place. It's an 18-team league. They've got 19 points from their 20 matches. So very different to 52. 19 is a lot less. Upin uh, have also gained less points at home than they have away from home this campaign. Managed only nine points at home this whole season, which which is not good. Um, and Genk have taken 21 points from nine matches on the road. So them being the away team is of absolutely no concern here. Upin are, are, are bad at home. Genk have also won both times the sides have met last year uh, in 22. They won 4-2 and 0 albeit both of them were home matches for Genk. But as I say, I'm not particularly concerned about them being the away team. The last five matches between the sides, four victories from Genk and one for Yupin. So sort of form, form favours them. And with the way this season is going for both teams, I think this should be a relatively easy away from home win for Genk. At pretty good banker odds of 4-11. to 11. Nice one. Uh, it does seem good in there. I, I, I did look at that pick, uh, but was waiting for tonight's result uh, in, the, in the Genk game. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll rattle right through my banker here because there is not much to say about it. Uh, Salernitana versus Napoli. I'm taking Napoli away 3-10. Salernitana lost 8-2 to Atalanta midweek and they were 5-1 down at halftime. I mean, Napoli are better than Atalanta. <laughs> <laughs> how much more can you add really the last time anything happened between these teams that didn't result in a positive result for Napoli was 2004 both teams were in Sierra B so that's and, and that was five games back um, Napoli are far too much just now Sertan are not in good shape you will get Napoli at 3-10 2-7 3-10 across the bookies so Napoli away 5pm Joey, what we got? Yeah, so for my first pick of the weekend, I'm going to, well, <laughs> it's not actually the first pick chronologically, but it'll be my first pick for the show. Um, I'll be back in Turkey with my banker, and I like Besiktas, both teams to score. Um, fifth place Besiktas are traveling to eighth place Kayseri score, and that's on Sunday at 1 p.m. And so the key here for me is going to be the home and away splits with Kayseri averaging 1.9 goals scored per home game versus 1.2 scored away from home, while Besiktas are averaging 1.6 goals conceded away versus 0.9 conceded at home. Um, Kayseri Spore have seen nine, have seen both teams to score in nine of the last 10 league matches and nine of the last 11 home matches, all counts, and have only been held scoreless in once in their last 20 home matches dating back to last season. Besiktas have only kept three clean sheets in their last 15 overall, but all three of those were at home, and they've seen both teams to score in seven of their last eight away matches this season. Um, not going to play with a side, not going to play with the total. Um, I just think both sides are in good enough form, especially playing at home and away. And I love getting 1.6 for that or um, three to five. Is, that's, that's huge. It's five to eight on bet at 365 just now, which is which is a really high price for, for a banker bet. And the reasoning you've given there is spot on. So very, very confident. If you fancied us to hit the banker treble again, so that's Genk, Napoli, 
and then both teams to score in the Kayserispor versus Besiktas game, that works out at one point eight eight to one, which is certainly good enough to have a to have a little dabble on that. So three good banker picks. On to the value picks. So we up the odds a little here. Um, they're usually somewhere around even money, and we where we think that the odds of it coming in is more likely what the boobies are based up. Um, and I'm in the English Premier League on Saturday at 5.30pm, so the game will be on TV. It's Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. And Newcastle have been a bit of a surprise package this season because they've performed well above most people's expectations, despite the cash injection. They seem to have turned it around very quickly. Um, after 19 games, they're third in the table with 38 points currently. Palace find themselves back in 12th place with 22 points from 18 matches. But there's a big mismatch in form here. Newcastle have taken 11 points from the last five games, while Palace have only taken three points. And that was a 2-0 win against a Bournemouth team that are really, really struggling. Um, <clears throat> since then, Palace have lost their last three games straight. That was against Tottenham, Southampton and Chelsea. And both the Tottenham and Southampton games were at home. So they're, they're losing home games. In recent head-to-heads, there hasn't been much between the teams. Um, and Gordon was talking about this in the middle section that the only thing he didn't like about a potential pick he had was recent head-to-head matches and the same could probably be said here but Newcastle are such a better side this season than they were when when looking at those games and they should have enough to pick up a victory here against a team that's really struggling for form and you're getting around even money for the Newcastle win at Bet365 just now it's 10-11 to 11 and I like that price so that's my value pick for the weekend Newcastle away at Palace at 10-11 to 11. Nice one. Okie dokie. Well, mine's is at 7pm, so I am actually moving in chronological order uh, through my picks, but the, the last two are mixed up with my, my charity being before my, my outsider. Um, I'm taking to a league I'm not generally in, the Eredivisie. Uh, this is round 17, and I am taking Sparta-Rotterdam away at Cambuur. So, why would be your question, and, and why are you talking about these teams that, that, that you know would feature only in a FIFA career of a degenerate? Um, so let me talk about it. Cambour at home have been absolutely awful. They've taken three points from eight games. They're the worst home team in the league. Um, they've scored three goals at home in eight games and conceded 12. Um, Sparta Rotterdam are all right away from home. They're smack bang in the middle. They've taken nine points from seven games, scoring eight, conceding eight. Um, Sparta Rotterdam have had some good results in their last few weeks. They... In their previous, their last game, they beat Excelsior 1-0. Late goal in there, so I'd be happy with another one of that. But they beat Excelsior 1-0. Um, they then they had a 0-0 draw with PSV in there, who, if you check the standings at the moment, overall are in fourth. So they're a decent team. But Sparta-Rotterdam are not far behind. In sixth place at the moment, 28 points from their games. Cambour are in 16th. Uh, sorry, Cambour are in 18th. 16 games played, nine points. They're not good. They're the worst team in this league. Uh, I know I was burnt by a very similar Pacos Ferreira-based pick last week, but you know it's not Portugal anymore. Uh, we're, we're, we're straight into Holland here. Um, but yeah, the head-to-heads between the two of them, if you look at them, it generally favours the home team um, and, and Cambour are the home team here, so you, you would be annoyed by that. If you look at how they've performed in the last few years, these are teams that have been around each other in the league. Um, mm-hmm. They've been pretty similar in there. 
if you look at Sparta Rotterdam's last couple of games, like six to ten games back, they've played all the big teams. So they've played PSV, PSV, they've played Alkmaar, they've played larger teams towards the top there. And even in their Christmas break, they went and played against tougher teams in there. So they were playing against top-level opposition. I just think Sparta Rotterdam will probably beat Cambodia in this game. And at 5-4, to 9-7, to 15-11, depending on what bookies you get it at, it's quite a big price to do so. 15-11s, so, yeah, that's, that's even Hill. bigger. As well, you yeah. know, you can get them at 15 to 11. So, yeah, that's Sparta Rotterdam away at Cambour. Let's see the, the value pick. Yeah, up. and um, even the most ardent football fan, I think, Gordo, might struggle in a game of, is this a cheese or a football team? If you put Cambour in front <laughs> of them. If I put Cambour. <laughs> <laughs> Cambour are playing Bursan away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, Joey, what have you got value time uh... for us? Yeah, so for my value shot, I'm back in uh, Turkey. And last week in the value slot, I had a relegation basement battle. Um, this time I've got a mid-table battle uh, with ninth place Alanya Spore hosting 10th place Fatih Kaurgamruk. And if this was in the Netherlands, I would be trying to do a horrible Dutch accent <laughs> impression. But instead, I will just call myself goal member because I like over three and a half goals in this affair between Alanya Spore and Karagum Rook. And Alanya Spore are averaging 3.4 goals per match this season, and Karagum Rook are averaging 4.2 goals this match. So I think you can understand where my head's kind of at with this one. I absolutely love both teams to score in over 2.5 at 1.8-ish, and I was trying to find a way to sneak that into the ballot or the charity slot. But I think the best way to bring this match to the show is... Over three and a half goals. Um, and so Alanya Spore are rightly favorites because they've picked up 18 of 24 points at home, scoring 19 goals and conceding nine goals in 19 matches. So already based on those totals, their scoring averages, I'm expecting, fully expecting Alanya Spore to score two goals themselves. And we could also expect them to concede one. And so with Karagam Rook conceding 2.2 goals per game in their away matches and just over two goals in their home matches. Clearly, they're not too concerned about defense. Um, but I could also see Cargum Rook getting two goals himself um, again this season, uh, this week. And just like I talked about last week, they've been in sensational form. But the key for me here in this, this specific one is they'll be getting their striker, Dianya, back. Uh, and by Dianya, who is their leading scorer. and even with him missing last week, they still scored two goals against one of the stingiest home defenses in the league. Um, but both sides have actually seen over three and a half goals in four straight league matches. And they've seen, or they've gone over the total of two and a half in 19 of 24 matches for Kagamruk and 15 of 23 for Alanya Spore. But in those 19 and 15 matches, respectfully, uh, respectively, um, where it went over two and a half, it went over three and a half in 79% of those games for Kargamrook and 87% of those games for Antalya Sport. So Kargamrook have seen over 3.5 in 15 of 24 matches, and Antalya or, and Alanya Sport have seen it in 13 of 23 matches. Um, I fully expect both teams to score two goals in this spot, but I think the best way is just to target over three and a half, and I love getting around five to four for that. That is that's 
a lot of mathematics in there, Joey. I appreciate it in there. I like the I like the bit that they would basically get to two and a half goals. I like, just fuck it, just keep going. It's like no, and that was a lot of my handicapping, truthfully, because I fully expect this to be at least three goals. Yeah. And if you feel a little bit uncomfortable with that, getting that fourth goal, you can get over three goals at one point eight five. Yeah. And I still think that's phenomenal value, given that I fully expect a push. But yeah, I think in this spot we can definitely go with over three and a half and. Hopefully we get all the goals we can expect. I hope so. Little, some good value in there as well with the better than evens price. So if you fancy the value treble, that's Newcastle at 10 to 11, Sparta Rotterdam at 5 to 4, and then over three and a half goals in the Alanya Sport versus Karagam Rook game, also at 5 to 4, and that price is up at 8.66 to 1. So that is a nice big number for the value treble. On to the Outsiders. Let's keep this up, guys. We have been excellent at Outsiders the last few weeks. Um, two out of three the last two weeks running and, and so close both times. Seconds away both times from hitting all three out of three. So I am going to stick with the formula that did well for me last week. I am in the English Premier League and I just think Nottingham Forest are being undervalued again. Um they're away at Bournemouth, and I've already mentioned Bournemouth, pretty terrible uh, run of form from them. Uh, whereas Forest are pretty, actually pretty decent just now. They won in my outsider slot last week. Sticking with them, Bournemouth side are just on such a bad run. They've now lost their last six matches in a row across all competitions. Whereas Forest come into this off the back of last week's win against Leicester and a penalty kick victory against Wolves in the League Cup before that. So a couple of wins in a row. Bournemouth definitely have the advantage when looking at recent head-to-head matches. And again, it's it's a theme for some of the picks this week that the head-to-heads maybe don't look too great. Four Bournemouth wins and one draw in the last five meetings dating back to 2020. But I suspect that's probably why I'm able to get such a good price on Forest here. Taking into account recent form and also current performances, for me, Forest should probably be the favourites here, albeit slight favourites. So I'm very happy to take them at 7-4, to four, an outsider underdog price. Nice one. Okay, okay. Well, can we all just say welcome back, Germany? That's where I'm coming just now. So welcome back to the Germans. Um, it's nice to have you with us. 22nd of 22nd of January. Last game played 11th of December. So uh, it's a while before. Tons of friendlies in there playing against all sorts of teams um i am targeting borussia mönchengladbach versus bayer leverkusen um eighth versus 12th 22 points and 18 points and um, if you remember leverkusen started the season awful like j- dismal they were having their worst run ever but they've picked up some form just now borussia mönchengladbach in there they had a bit of a wobble towards the end, right before Christmas. So they, they lost games to Union Berlin, Frankfurt uh, and Bochum in there. But they did in their pre- in their last game before the Christmas break win against Borussia Dortmund 4-2. So I'm looking at this game and thinking both of these teams would be happy, as we talked about earlier on, to just take a point from this. They're coming back, coming in and get some decent, uh, get a result you know, on the board from here. This game heavily favours Leverkusen uh, over the last time, few times this has been played. In fact, the last five meetings home and away have been Leverkusen wins, but that's not the Leverkusen team of this year that really had struggled at the start of the season. And I just think Borussia Mönchengladbach will probably have, you know, they're well rested over the Christmas period. 
both teams are about the same kind of uh, standard. Generally, they're pretty close in the table. And I think this game shades towards a draw. I just, I, I can't see either team at the moment from what, I mean, coming back after that Christmas break, I wouldn't look at Leverkusen and go, oh, that's an easy win for them. Um, and I wouldn't look at Munchen Gladbach and say the same. So I think this might be a one each draw, but I'm not going to take it as a, a correcto, an exacto win here. Um, but you will get this this game at 5-2, to 14-5, to 31-10, depending on where you're going for it. So a bit, bit of variance in the odds there. But yeah, that's my outsider in, in this week. Andy, you'll, you're poised to say things about that. No? No, absolutely not. No, not at all. Just, uh, well... Back in a league that's been shut down for so long, there's always there's always variance in there that you know who's going to turn it up, what's going to happen. There's no recent form to guide it off, but absolutely fine. You're you know, I trust you with picking draws and the outsiders because you always hit them. I I have been pretty successful. So Joey, what you got this week? Where's Heartbreak Hotel for us this week? Between the oh, three of us? Hope, yeah, it's me as it you? Well, well, actually, it's your turn, Gordon, oh, for Heartbreak turn. Hotel. No, 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 no. So as we established in the uh, in the beginning, all of that bad juju has been transferred over to me. So I'll, uh, okay. in in hopes of reverting back to form, um, I'm going to go back to where my heart lies. And yes, it's in Turkey, as you could have all expected. But more so than that. I'm going with another win plus both to score um, because I, I just love goals. And Adana Demirspor, they, they've been ripe for goals this season. And so given their home form, I, I fully expect them to win, but I don't think it will be without conceding chances. And I like the Adana Demirspor win plus both teams to score, and you can get that a little little bit over 2-1. to one. Um, So that one's going to be on Friday at 5 p.m. And Adana sit fourth place in the league, and they're hosting 11th place Jersonspor. And as I kind of alluded to that, I'm, I'm going to try not to overthink this one. Adana are going to be getting their absolute star midfield maestro back, Yunus Belhanda. And he, he was suspended for the last match. They'll also be getting Kevin Rodriguez back in defense. So that should certainly help a little bit. He's a wing back, so I'm not going to say it's going to help with their clean sheet abilities, um, but it'll help kind of bomb it on the wings. But they've won six of their last eight home matches and I fully expect them to make it seven of nine. So that's not what we're worried about here. What we're worried about is both teams to score and Jerson scores away form. They've only been held scoreless twice in their last nine away. And they've actually seen both teams to score in seven of the last 10 overall. But the ultimate key for me here, I'm not worried about Adana scoring goals. They've got Yunus Belhanda. They've got Henry Onyekuru. And then they've got Daniel Akbaba. Um, and those three have just been lighting up this league. But their recent form, they've seen both teams to score in six of their last eight overall. And they've only kept two clean sheets in their last 10 home matches. And that's after starting the league or starting the season with four clean sheets in their first five home matches. So in the first five matches at home, they kept four clean sheets. In the 10 that have followed, they've only they kept just, two. They just ship goals. It's It's getting to a point where... I think they're just so focused on winning and getting up to those Champions League spots that they very well could just be leaving themselves too open on the counter. And I think Jerson's poor should have more than enough to get a consolation goal or even nick this 1-1 early in the game in an entertaining first half and then Adana Demirstor just turn it on in the second half and just blow them away. Um, but I love, as far as all my outsiders I could have gone with, this this was the closest one to my heart, and 
I, I really love a, a Don and Demir score win plus both to score. Fantastic. Andy, hit me with the odds. The odds. So, and a win for Nottingham Forest. A draw between Munchen Gladbach and Leverkusen. And then Adana Demirspor to do a Jerry Ryan. That's a, a Star Trek reference for you guys. She played seven of nine in the Voyager series. Uh, so Adana Demirspor to win and both teams to score comes out at 30.8 to one as a treble. But I will be backing that as a Trixie, thus requiring only two out of three um, in order to get a return. And hopefully this week we we can run it as close as we won it the, la- the last two weeks, but just clear that final hurdle and get get all three in the bag. So that's Forrest, a draw between Gladbach and Leverkusen and Adana Demirsport, and yes, for both teams to score in their match at the weekend. They are the main picks from this week's show. On to the large matter of the charity bet, and we need to get one in for 2023. Obviously, you know, it's only our third show, but let's get one in sooner rather than later. A pick from each of us. Um, and it obviously can be anything that we choose, any odds we choose. Um, and I'm going to kick us off. Well, I might be ending it because it's Sunday at 2 p.m. This game will be on TV for those of you in the UK because it's the Scottish Cup weekend. And this is the pick of the ties. It's the Edinburgh Derby, Hibs versus Hearts, Sunday at 2 p.m. And this game's usually a closely contested one. Gordon's obviously a big Hibs fan and he will back me up when I say this. They're usually tight affairs, but they never go the way of Hibs. Um, They've not won this fixture in the last eight occurrences. So while they've all been close games, they've all either ended up a draw or a Hearts victory. So four wins for Hearts and four draws dating back to 2020. Most recently, so only a couple of weeks ago, uh, to kick off the 2023 card in Scotland, Hearts won this fixture 3-0, although they were the home team uh, at the beginning of January. I also watched Hibs versus Dundee United at the weekend there, and Hibs did not look up to much at the point the last kick of the game, purely because Dundee United are down near the bottom of the league and lacking in confidence and tried to hang on instead of just going in for the kill when they had ample opportunity to. And that's not a problem that Hearts are going to have. Due to it being a cup game, due to it being a derby, and due to the fact that so many of these recent games have been draws, I'm not going to take Hart to win in 90 minutes. Instead, because it's a cup game uh, that will end on the day, so there can be extra time and penalties, I'm going to take Hearts to qualify. And they're the underdog to qualify, which I think is surprising. Um, and you'll get the underdog odds of 6-5. to five. I think it's a great bet, as I think they should be favourites on that straight-up to qualify market, um, despite the fact the game is at Hibs home ground. So Hearts to qualify. In the Edinburgh Derby on Sunday, 10 to 11. Fine. I backed fucking Brighton last week to beat Liverpool. Why not? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take us to, to Charity Town this time then. Uh, this game's on Sunday. It's at 3.15pm, so it is actually after yours, Andy. Um, this is Brescia versus Frozenoni, and I'd like Frozenoni here to do the business for me at the variable odds around of 5 to 4, 15 to 11 or 13 to 10. Bookies can't quite make up <laughs> what they want to price this one as. Um, so yeah, let, let's briefly talk about that. Ratio started the season fantastically. Um, you, you will remember at, to when we when we kicked off originally, I was backing them weekly. Uh, they, they were doing the business. They won six on the spin to start the season. They looked like they'd be pushing themselves back up towards the top of the, the table. They've now not won a game in seven. 
Uh, they keep getting men sent off. They keep drawing games in here. And that's against worse opposition than top of the table Frozenoni. Generally, the Sierra B is a closely run affair with like three points between it and a lot going on. Frozenoni have run away with this a wee touch. It's 42 points to Regina's 36. They're the only team that consistently wins at the moment. And Brescia, when you look at their the, the form just now, they're the worst form team in the league. They've taken two points in their last five games. Um, Frozenoni just don't concede. They've conceded 12 goals this entire season, so they're 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 a pretty sure uh, at the back. Uh, and yeah, you'll get them at up to 15 to 11, as short as 5 to 4, depending on which bookmaker you pick. I'll obviously be taking it with 365 because I want that. The, they're an early payout league here anyway. So uh, yeah, shop around if you're, if you're looking to a larger price, but I like Frozenoni. So Joey, what ends the yeah. show this week? <laughs> All right. Um, in what might be the most shocking pick of the weekend, um, I'm not in Turkey. <gasps> and um, so for this final pick in the last leg of the charity pick or charity treble, which not chronologically, but in terms of our order of doing this, I like Brighton to win away at Leicester. You can get that at even money. And this is a proper, proper kickoff time at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Hey. And we've got seventh place Brighton traveling to 14th place Leicester. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes a cage affair, given Leicester's close proximity to the relegation spots. And this is kind of becoming one of those do or die moments of their season where they really do kind of need to start picking up points. But Brighton's current form cannot be overlooked at this spot. Leicester have lost five straight league matches and have only won twice in their last nine home league matches, with five losses in their last eight home league matches as well. Brighton, Brighton have won three straight away from home and four straight away league matches with only three losses in their nine away league matches this season. And with Leicester expected to be missing James Madison, Kieran Dewsbury Hall, Ryan Bertrand, Johnny Evans, and James Justin, to name a few, um, I think Brighton should have more than enough to scrape out a win if this does become scrappy. And the one fun fact that I actually really like for this is Leicester have not actually won against a single team in the top half of the table this season, while Brighton have only lost once to a team in the top half of the, season, the table in their away travels this season. And that's in four meetings. While we talked about their away form with only losing three in their nine, they're clearly still beaten up on the smaller teams. But the big difference for me is when that class comes to town, Brighton, Brighton come out on top. I think it's a brilliant pick. It was close. To, I didn't even mention it in the middle section because of I knew it was your your charity pick. But yeah, fantastic pick. So Andy, what have we got odds wise for that? Where's the spice? What am I getting? Yeah, let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. So Hearts to qualify, and I think I said underdog odds of ten to eleven earlier, which clearly makes no sense. I, I meant underdog odds of eleven to ten. So they're better than even money. Hence why they're the underdog. So Hearts to qualify at eleven to ten. Frozenoni to beat Brescia at five to four, and Brighton to beat Leicester at twenty-one to twenty. So all three picks better than even money combines for a charity treble of eight point six eight to one. So ninety-eight, ninety-six pound eighty if it comes in for a charity of our choosing next week. So good work, boys. I really like, it. I really like all the picks. I think we've done a another excellent show. So fingers crossed um, that results go our way and we keep rolling. Um, and continue our start to 2023. 
We do have a Facebook group. Come along and join the conversation. Thanks to everyone that listens. It's free to join. We had loads of folk commenting last weekend um, on the various picks from the show and also giving their own picks. So thanks to everyone who's been involved and do come along and join us. Uh, everybody's welcome in that Facebook group. You can also give something back to the podcast and support us by becoming a member of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon for around £6 a month. Just go to patreon.com forward slash trampled bet or download the excellent Patreon app and search for Trampled Bet. You'll get the early release video podcast. So as soon as we're done with this, you get to see the full Zoom call between the three of us. And that includes the middle section um, where we talk about other picks that we like that didn't make the final cut of the of the podcast. Um, you'll also get all the picks written down in a handy cheat sheet format. You can just pull up on your mobile phone. So we really appreciate all our Patreon members and thanks to all of you who already subscribe, but we'd obviously love more. So do come and get involved. Gordo, Joey, thanks very much for another excellent show and thank you to everyone for listening. Good luck this weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.